Welcome to another episode of Dos and a Half Cinco's. This is episode number 13? 14. Four, 14. Wow, we've recorded 14 of these, and you guys are probably only have listened to five of them because the sixth one is not out yet. So Actually, the sixth one is out. Oh, you posted? I did. Oh, I didn't see that. Okay, well, I need to go back and remember stuff. Yeah. Well, other than that, um, episode is six is now out. Um, the date is October 30th. <laughs> Only like Just, six weeks after yeah. it was recorded. <clears throat> eight, eight weeks after it was recorded. But, you know, it's really all about... It's, it's really, I can't lie to you guys. There's no reason. It's, I mean, it's really about lazy. the process. And yeah, is it, I don't know. Is it really about the process? Well, whatever. But we're, we're missing Ben. I'm blaming Ben. This was the epi- all the episodes that Ben missed or the it's his fault. Yeah, because he's not here to defend himself. So this is really convenient. Also, I think we're better without him. I think our <laughs> is much better on, you know, I, I wanted to say on camera, but on pot on cast. Um, Wait, you're not the last you're not episode, streaming the... this on Twitch right now. I'm streaming. Hi, Twitch. Hey, hit my sub. I don't know what Twitch people say. I don't. I'm not a <clears throat> sub. Hey, don't forget to donate. Uh, once we get to uh, five donations for today, uh, Stu will be mailing his uh, his boxers. To oh God! One of. <laughs> Is that like the the bathwater thing from what's her name? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess. Uh, we'll be donating some of the water from uh, that Stu will use to wash oh, his hands. Oh Jesus! Oh okay. Well, that's not so bad. <laughs> By hands, I mean balls. Oh, that's uh, a little better. <laughs> well, um, before we digress a little bit too much on things that our listeners really Why don't, don't. Why you fucking tell them who to... you are? I... <clears throat> I don't want to, no. Okay. Uh, as always, I am your host, David. And I'm Stuart. Okay, now shut up. Shut, sh- David, shut your, shut your goddamn mouth. I'm serious. I have something very serious to tell you. Are you ready? Uh, okay. Fucking Popeye's sandwich is back this weekend, bro. Boom! Right there. There's it's, your Popeye chicken sandwich. It's back. Uh, it's update. your favorite segment. Popeye's chicken <clears throat> sandwich update 2019. Wow. After a eight-week hiatus of Oh, I guess it's not back. Oh, I guess it's not back. Yeah. Let's talk about other the, foods. The on again, off it, again. You know, will they? Oh, won't they? Oh, we should totally do it before Ben comes back and we record another episode. Oh, no. Ben's missing out on this. It's coming out. Uh, it's going to be back. And according to their Twitter, Popeye's Twitter, it's going to be back permanently on Sunday, November 3rd. Wow. Okay. Well, he's definitely not going to be back before then. So. so we'll by the next episode we'll be in the know. We'll have had our Popeye sandwiches, and Ben will be clueless, Ooh. and probably speaking I'm Japanese. Sh- I'm, I'm probably pretty sure he probably would have it the moment he steps off the plane. That's true. Although like they, they have probably beeline for Popeyes. They have Popeyes in Japan, I think. So maybe he's already. No, it. you have to, to. Okay, I'm fact checking that. Yeah. That doesn't sound plausible. I mean, I I know they have it in Korea, but so. Popeyes chicken, Japan. What country have Popeyes? Where where is this list? No, god damn it. Popeyes in 
Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, shut up, David. <clears throat> oh, okay. If you can name the city. Tokyo? No. Yokosuka. Dang it. Where's Ben when we need Japanese yeah. translated? We need the weeb. Yokosuka. We need the Kanagawa. We need the person who. Yokosuka. Kanagawa. We need the person who pretends uh, to know Japanese to tell us. Okay, just because he knows the words karage and ramen. <laughs> and then he doesn't say ramen like the rest of us. He goes, ramen. I'm like, hey okay, guys, you want to get some ramen? Oh, uh, no, Ben. I'd, I'd like to get ramen though. Yes. Yeah, that's what I said. Ramen. Okay, Dave. All right, Ben. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to get some ramen. Okay. Oh, but there's a bunch of them. There's the regular Popeyes, and then there's the beer club Popeyes. All right, let's not let's not digress from the main, the important facts here. Yeah. Hard hitting right. facts. It's let's go ahead and boil down. We will get to brass tacks. Popeyes chicken back on Sunday. Yeah, we'll be talking about it next week. I'll be there. You know what? We should get on the Dose and a Half Cinco, uh, Cinco's Twitter and tweet at Popeyes saying, we'll be there, or something like that. <laughs> They'll be like, who the hell who the are these f- guys? <laughs> yeah. let's, let's retweet these guys. I don't know, but let's retweet them. They oh, have a can podcast. you imagine? They're podcasting. That'd be crazy. Yeah, that'd be... It'll be like, yeah, we'll be there. Just, We're going to review it. Just do We're it. We're going to love it. Are you on the, tw- yeah. you on the Twitter? <laughs> freaking do it I, I think that's kind of like a, a kind of a jab at chick-fil-a right i think that's what they were trying to do because Chick-fil-A's oh yeah they're they're beefing for real <clears throat> well i mean that's a good marketing plan especially since it's been out it's been gone for like well over six weeks right. and everybody had probably almost forgotten about it so them bringing it back definitely going to be a thing so for sure all right yep so well there's your there's wow. your popeye's chicken sandwich watch 2019 it's back in it's back in effect we'll be back next week with our i'm assuming with our review of the sandwich um <laughs> we, we don't talk about movies anymore yeah. we just we just talk just, about chicken sandwiches although i imagine by the time anyone listens to this um the popeye's chicken sandwich is going to be like a, it's going to be like a staple no one's going to remember the dark times <clears throat> when it was unavailable <laughs> and you know you just had to you know you tried to search it out seek it out and you just couldn't find it no one's gonna remember those times the uh it's, that's know, back in that's the, the struggle back. no one's gonna remember the struggle in the 40s they had the the the, the great depression i think uh, i think that was the 90s that. whatever what <laughs> yeah i'm some, not there some other so. tragedy <laughs> there was some other tragedy where people were dying of hunger but <laughs> 70s you know, they, they, they will remember 2019 yeah 2019 for the uh death of the chicken sandwich um you know there was six weeks it was very dark and there was a lot of yeah. turmoil a lot of suicides and, uh, oh yeah crippling depression foreclosures family divorce rate <clears throat> skyrocket um unemployment skyrocketed all kind yeah all all kinds of bad Everything things. Everything's yeah, and the doubt the the yeah. stock market almost crashed because the, the shortage on chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I mean it was unbelievable. They're shorting. It was felt across the. Uh, they were so they were shorting the uh, chicken sandwich funds and. Uh, you know. Someone made out like gangbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, no wait, Stu, thank you for that. I definitely will be partaking. That will be. Uh, Fun, uh, interesting Sunday for sure. Oh yeah. Um, what? No, I was agreeing. I was being agreeable. Oh, oh okay. Um, I, I will take my lashing because uh, Stu did beat me in fantasy basketball this last Woo! week. Yeah, it's first week. Yeah. Shut up. 
I'm getting go, whooped go, right go, now. Go though. to work. All right. Yeah, get get, get I to didn't, work. I didn't say anything. You started it. You, you shut shut your mouth right now. <laughs> um, so besides chicken sandwich update, uh, Stu, did you see anything else this week besides our movie of the week, Parasite? Uh, I did. I saw, actually saw. I had a pretty busy week actually. Now I think about it. Abominable. Uh, no, uh, Angry Birds two. Sorry. Oh, how was it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't see it. Um, I did see so a couple. Uh, just one quick thing. I did watch uh, a bunch of the Naked Gun. Well, not bunch. There's only three, but Naked Gun movies. They're on. Hu- oh, they're on Hulu. So, so I was just like, all right, yeah, sure. And they went. You know, they're like 80 minutes long. So that was a quick. That was a fun, quick. Uh, you know, couple hours. And then uh, we did do a Keith movie night. Keith watches movies, whatever we're calling it, on Friday. And mm. the movie that was selected was Eraser, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Eraser! Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was good. It's still, you know, unbelievable how many movies Keith has not seen. Um, so that was a good that was a good fun one to watch. Uh, and then I did happen to sneak in, not sneak in like to the movie, but like in, sneak in my schedule, uh, uh, the Lighthouse. And? Okay, if you had to give it a rating, what would you have given it? It de- six. It depends. I have I have two ratings for it. Okay. If it's rating the, number one. Rating number co- one is if is like if this is like your thing, the kind of thing you're into, where like it's very kind of um, avant garde, very artsy. Yeah, very artsy and stuff like very kind of out there. Then you'll probably really like it. In that case, it'd probably be like an eight out of ten. Because like, aside from like all the you know everything, all the gripes I had with it, like the acting and the cinematography is pretty great. So, um, Willem Dafoe and uh, what's his name, Robert Pattinson, you know, surprisingly for him, you know, he's pretty good in that movie. But the story was just so fucking bonkers. Um, I couldn't follow <laughs> it for shit. So. Um, so with that aside, my second rating is a five out of ten. Okay, well, is this a wait till it hits DVD movie, or do you think yeah, it isn't necessary no, to see it? Yeah, anyway? you should wait okay. to see it when it's you don't have to pay anything extra for it. <laughs> okay, unless you're into it. That's what I'm saying. If you're into the like those kinds of movies, then yeah, go see it. Otherwise, like, okay. <clears throat> yeah, you can see. I was kind of disappointed by it, but. I was definitely looking forward to that one a little bit, but I'm mostly just trying to find an opportunity to be able to see Jojo Rabbit because that's definitely yeah, something that's I want to Yeah, that's for sure the one. I mean, they don't have they haven't had a larger release yet for that, have they? Uh, I think it's steadily climbing, but we'll find out in our box office uh okay. lookout for sure. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't really see anything else besides our movie of the week. I mean, I'm still like maybe 3 episodes away from finishing uh, the se- the current season of uh, Stranger Things, and it's definitely getting stranger and stranger. <laughs> okay, um, things are just <laughs> getting stranger in this show. It's so strange. It's so strange. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's 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 fine. But since we're already talking about our box office runner, I guess I guess there's no reason we don't just jump into it at this point. Because uh, we know all of our listeners right now are just just dying holding on to the seat of their seat in their pants, seat of their holding on to this. I don't know if that's the saying, but okay. They're, they're holding on to their seats of their pants. 
sports fans. Wow. Sorry, I couldn't help Just it. I heard have that. To... We're in for another extended wow. session. Oh, God, stop it. Okay. All right, we're going to jump right into it. Box office right now for this week. Some surprises somewhere down the road, but uh, not really at the very top. So number one and two, we repeat again, Maleficent and Joker. Uh, pulling in very similar numbers, about $19 million a piece. I mean, not really surprising. If Ben was here, he would say something along the uh, Maleficent's another Disney movie. It's not rated R. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense why it's number one. Um, Adam's family. Oh, Adam's family makes sense at number three because it's a, a kids movie. It's animated. Um, wait, wait, wait! Then, you have to mention the studio. Oh, the United. Oh, the uh, Warner Brothers Studios for <laughs> Joker has had a history of really doing well in the set in the number two spot, and then uh, the United Artists releasing. I don't even know what the hell that is. Um, whatever. I don't know who that is. Um, Zombieland is number four, so they flip flop. Adams was fourth, and then Zombieland moved up to uh, moved down, and then a newcomer to the top five is Countdown, that came in with eight million. Black and Blue came in with number six with eight point three. Gemini Man uh, uh, slid a couple spots all the way down to number seven. Uh, that one's a Paramount Pictures <laughs> okay uh, film. Sorry. Um, the film that Stu was just talking about, Lighthouse, that one was outside of the top ten and is now in the top ten at number eight probably with $3 million. Probably because I saw it. Uh, I believe that's part of it. They've been following the Dos Nancy's <laughs> Twitter, which has literally no posts, but we should probably have – I think we should just have everybody have the uh, access to it and they can post whatever they're seeing. Like, Stu went to go see Lighthouse, and then David – Still watching Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then number nine is, uh, number nine is Current War, um, the director's cut. I don't know why that was necessary because I don't remember the original one being out. And then number ten is holding on to the last spot in the top ten, Abominable. So we finally have Down Abbey falling out of the top ten. Thank God. Placed eleven. Parasite slid slightly, but it did increase in the number of theaters. Uh, but it doesn't look like it's growing as fast as we were hoping it would, because uh, right now it's at a hundred and ninety, a hundred and twenty-six theaters. Originally it was under fifty, last week, so it's slowly growing, but it's definitely not to the point where it might hit that like um, critical mass. Uh, Jojo Rabbit down to fourteen, and then that's pretty much as far as I'll go because. Right. Someone complained to me last time saying it's not I mean, the top 10, it's the top 25. I was getting comments and tweet, <laughs> everyone was tweeting me like, why the fuck is Dave still talking? It's like, so I just had to say something. Mm, uh, okay. Uh, well, but uh, real quick, so, I had a comment about sure um, the fact that, uh, which, what do you call it? The lighthouse and, and now also the shit. Where did my tab go? There it is. Um, parasite. <clears throat> no, sorry. Light, yeah, Parasite. Uh, I noticed something when I went to go see Lighthouse. I actually saw it last night. Was in the during the previews they showed a AM, this is at AMC. Uh, they showed a preview for Parasite, and then like the AMC has like a little after the preview they show like a little card that says like when it's coming out, and it said like coming soon, like or it's gonna like be out soon. Hmm. So like I don't it's like and I, I just checked right now at that AMC. They don't have Parasite listed, so I'm wondering if Parasite is still going to have a, a wider, wider release, release coming up. That's possible. Well, I mean, that would definitely help a lot, for sure. I mean, it's 
done fairly well for being in such limited areas for you know same thing with jojo rabbit you know that one literally was in five theaters now it's in 55 theaters so um but yeah there's a couple other ones i think you know we finally see it fall out of the top 10 hustlers also out of the top 10 but then outside of that everything else is roughly about where it was before but um any other interesting things uh Stu, that you noticed about this top 15 uh, i guess at this point um the only thing other thing i was gonna say was because it doesn't seem like there's been too many notable changes i mean there's the countdown movie but like who cares it's halloween it's like you know whatever horror movie for you know wide you know wide uh broad appeal to audiences so but one thing um i'm looking at the lighthouse just on rotten tomatoes here and i'm i must be i mean i'm sure i am just a giant dummy because like the whole movie kind of like went over my head because apparently critics and audience like rated it pretty high and <laughs> i'm like i can appreciate like again like everyone's saying like oh the acting and it was shot really well and, like i agree with all of that but i could not for the life of me follow what the hell was happening in the movie it got so weird that it's just like i don't even know what, i don't even know anymore so <laughs> maybe you're just the action guy who doesn't understand any deep, yeah. If there's not ex- meaningful, no explosions or guns, then I just it just doesn't. It's all Greek to me. Then, well, here's the thing: is you should have noticed the explosion of acting talent on the screen. Oh, very good. Um, I, I don't want to venture too far, but I wanted to let also let you know that Jaxie is no longer anywhere near the top ten. Wow, that plummeted real fast. <laughs> <laughs> it is number thirty-one because it lost two thousand theaters la- from last week to this week, and for some reason, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is surging. They have added fifteen sixteen hundred theaters to their release. Wow. I don't know some of these like how these some of these numbers work out, but I'm just like, well, that's interesting. Um, also, kind of interesting is uh, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, the reboot. Uh, everybody was asking, was like, oh, you guys reviewed that one, right? And I was like, yeah. And they were asking, well, how can we see it? I was like, I think it's part of a tour. I think they announced that before. There's a tour that uh, Kevin Smith is doing uh with and they're just showing the movie in that area yeah, so and i think I that's think so, expired now it's not they're not showing it anymore or they're waiting for a wider release <clears throat> i think they're on the last end of the uh, tour right i mean one more i think they're coming back to la i think at the end of in a couple weeks or so mm-hmm. and they said i had a buddy of mine who wanted to, to go see it and so i said you know i don't know what the release schedule looks like for it if there's going to be a wide screen release because I don't know, Kevin Smith movies in general are kind of uh, uh, cult classicy, mm-hmm. and so you know you're probably gonna end up with that kind of audience in the first place, or that kind of uh, those kind of that kind of following when it comes out to that kind of movie. Um, but no, I, I suggested that he'd see it, and he would you would have to plan around it, like kind of like what we did. But um, yeah, other than that, that's pretty much all I got for this. I mean. Um, not too surprised. I mean, Joker has definitely held on for quite some time. I mean, it's been up there for a whole month already. Um, Down Abbey, just, wow. Still, $92 million. Yes. 
<clears throat> maybe that's the movie of the week for next week. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. But yeah. if uh, if that pretty much does it, I mean, we got everybody's input on this. We even got a Ben sighting for some reason. Um, and uh, maybe we, we might see Gemini Man this week. You never know. Um, so, yeah, Stu, you got anything else to add to our box office rundown for this week? Uh, I don't know. No, that's it. Okay, cool. All right. Um, since we don't have to worry about having to give Ben a pee break or anything like that, if you're cool with it, we can just jump right into our next segment. Oh, I'm cool with it. Oh, cool. All right. So, uh, we're going to jump right into our movie of the week. This week was Parasite. Um, this is a, I want to, let's do our best Ben impression. Who's the, uh, wait, hang on. Didn't he record something for us? He did. Uh, and did you, are we planning on, did you listen, listen to it? To I haven't listened it? to I didn't. it. Did you? Did you? No, I didn't listen to it either. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a really quick break. Uh, actually, no, nope. let's record this without it. So. Uh, what we're gonna right, do is you, we're ben. gonna talk about yeah we're gonna talk about our movie now and then we're gonna leave a spot for Ben and then you can hear his thoughts and then we'll see how close we were during our edit process. Right. I think that's what we're doing. All, right. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna do my best Ben impression. We're just gonna figure out who the. Uh, I mean, you were doing <clears> it pretty good when you're telling telling me about the studios and. The, Kids movie. So, uh, that was pretty so, good. So uh, Parasite is. Uh, well, that, now it's just a, now you're just more Asian. <laughs> he is uh, a director by uh, Bong Joon-ho. And, uh, <laughs> Parasite two. Is... Actually, so this week's uh, episode, this week is our movie of the week is Parasite. And uh, before we get into it, we're going to have Ben give us a quick synopsis about the movie Parasite and uh, what it's all about. And uh, Ben, take it away. Yeah, hopefully he didn't say anything stupid. Wait, who am I kidding? Hello, you've reached Ben Somali. Sorry I can't come to the podcast right now, but if you please leave your movie that you're reviewing, I'll tell you why the movie didn't do that well in the box office, probably due to its R rating, as soon as I can. Thanks, have a great day. You have chosen the movie Parasite this week for your movie review. Here's a brief summary for you listeners at home who might not know what this movie is about. When a new threat emerges that puts both Bird and Pig Island in danger, the Angry Birds team up with their nemeses, the Pigs, to forge an unsteady truce and form an unlikely super team to save their homes. Please pause the recording now to allow your David to scramble and find the real summary now. You may resume the recording when he has finished giving his subpar summary of the movie. So just in case he did say something stupid, I'll record something. <laughs> is a dark comedy from a Korea. Hang on, I'm gonna try. And, not, I'm gonna try not. To, well, anyway, keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute my mic so my la- I don't laugh over you. And it's a hard family of a four. Who happened to join another family who has everything that they ever want? So, what do they do? It is their struggle to 
to live up to the uh the lifestyle to try to earn enough to be able to live the lifestyle they want to but have they to but they are to to stay <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should. I really should have wrote something down. I thought you did write something down for like the first few words there, but then no, I was reading it off the Wikipedia oh, article. Oh shit! Okay. These are female stars of Sun Kang Ho. These Choi Young, Choi Wu Sik, and Park So Dam. And follows a young man from a full family. Okay, this, this is getting total. a little out of hand here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it anymore. I'm just going to review it like this. Okay. Um, so what Parasite's about is it's a small family who's kind of fallen on hard times. They aren't living the lifestyle that they want to, and they are just trying to make ends meet. They just by hope, by some happen chance. Happenstance. Happenstance, sorry. Happenstance. Uh, bumps into a friend who says that they need he needs somebody to take over to be a tutor. Uh, being part of the tutor, they end up, you know, realizing that there's this really rich family that they work they work for, and it's their pursuit of that lifestyle and that pursuit of that living um, that causes them to uh, do anything, pretty much, and. And to live with the consequences that they're yeah, they and have. I'm gonna stop you right there before you start just give away the whole movie. So all right, you know what? We're probably gonna end up <laughs> deleting half the shit anyway. Okay. <clears throat> so I tell you, so, all right, it's so, a movie. All right, so I guess very good. We're we're just gonna do the rest of this episode in our, in our very offensive rate, uh, Korean accents. <laughs> so all right, here uh, we go. Ben, that was a fantastic overview. Um, before we get you know if we take it any further. Um, let me uh, find out from Stu. Stu, what did you think about the movie? I thought it was very good. It's a very good movie. A very, very, very good. I got nothing else. That's that's all I can do right now. No, it was good. I liked it. It was a very... Stuart, <laughs> what is uh, your rating for this a very, very good movie? <laughs> a, a plus. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no plus a plus. How do you not have a plus a plus? Am I am I grounded now? <laughs> Go stick your nose in the corner. Okay. Anyways, right. um, it was I was I thought it was really good. I think uh, everyone was hyping it up. It's getting really high reviews, and there's I think there's very good reason for it. Uh, I'm not a foreign film connoisseur, um, but like. Just watching this movie, you wouldn't you wouldn't even think that really, other than like they're speaking Korean, that it was like more had a foreign film like feel to it. So, and I would definitely say sorry, Joe, but this was definitely this is how a film a foreign film uh, should be done, unlike that trash heap City of God. Uh, sorry, Joe, don't hate me, uh, <laughs> but this movie um... was way better than that. Um, okay. So yeah, it was it was funny. You know, it's, it had its charming moments, and it was also had a pretty good, uh, um, pretty suspenseful moments. So yeah, overall, it was a very good movie. Uh, I I'd, I'd give I'm giving it an eight and a half. 
okay. And I'll get into... So holding out for the 9 and the 10. I, I want to give it higher, but I'll get into that in the spoilers. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll jump in. We'll let Ben give his uh, rating for this one, if he had one. I think Ben would probably give this one a 9. I think so. If not, he might he might break out something even higher. Whoa. 11s are not allowed on this show. I mean, there's nine and a half. I I, I really like this movie. It, it was a movie I wasn't ready for. It it finds a way to plant a false sense of security, mostly with its its uh, surprising sense of humor. Actually, uh, I I didn't think it would be so funny, but I really, uh, I really liked um, most of the parts with the the English that they randomly throw in because you know he's. He's supposed to be teaching English, and they just say all these these zany, you know, English phrases. Uh, but yeah, it it it, um, it lures you in, right? You know, brings in that humor, but then it it transforms, and it reveals its true intentions. And uh, I I don't really want to give away too much, but I I will say that I really like what happens, you know, after it pretty much lures you in. What I really like about the movie is, um, well, what I like most about the movie is its sense of relativity, even when we're dealing with a foreign culture to our own. You know, this this uh, whole story is taking place in Korea, but it's something that you as the viewer can understand, you know, the, 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 uh, the main character family. You understand what it's like going through all that. You know, they're, they're tough on their luck, and they... They claw their way out and try to find a new way to live. It's it was really captivating, especially with all that humor. Like I said, um, it's definitely a movie that deals with societal values, and uh, these values I think are known throughout the world. You know, it's not something unique to Korea or something that's unique to America. I, I feel like you know anywhere you go, you'll probably you know encounter this. Overall, I'd give this movie uh, maybe an 8 or 9 out of 10. I was definitely a big fan of the the ending, uh, the way that the plot kind of transformed. Uh, man, I can't really give too many of my thoughts without going into spoilers, but just know that, yeah, I, I definitely was a real big fan of the way it ended. Uh, for me, I definitely agree with you. This movie had a little bit of everything, and it was one of those where I never worried about the pacing. Story was fantastic. Um, you definitely got a really good acting out of it, and there was so much. It was so great to just be able to see just how different each family was based on just the acting alone. Like you could tell the desperation in certain in certain settings, and then also just how envious. Uh, why they would be so envious of the other fam- of the rich family that they work with. Um, so for me, score, I'm giving it a 9. Um, I haven't seen a 10 yet, but I could probably give it a 10, but I still feel like there's still something else out there that I want to give a 10 to. I'm going to hold on to that. But Yeah, we don't, we don't, fa- we yeah. don't go throwing 10s around willy-nilly. So. I know. I, 9s, sure. I'll throw 9s around all day long. You know, if you ask me for Angry Birds too, <laughs> ten, nine and a ten half. and a half. Nine and a half. And then Abominable, ten. <laughs> and 
and three quarters. Wow. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was a fantastic film. I definitely think it deserved all the hype that it got because it was just so such a completed. It, it, this is what filmmaking is all about: is telling a story and then from start to finish and just it capturing you the entire time. I didn't even realize that it was over two hours. So that's how I know it's a, a good film is usually when that happens, when you're not like checking your watch to see how long you've been watching this for. So, um, but yeah, uh, it sounds like we all enjoyed this movie thoroughly. And, uh, unless we'll of course and... Ben didn't and totally, wow. Can you imagine if Ben gave it a five? <laughs> like we're here, we're here going, yeah, we all thought it was great. And then Ben's, uh, what do you are, you are like this film? <laughs> Why? Dishonor. This is a failure. It's a dishonor. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what Ben's going to say, but... Uh, I would predict that he is favorable. <clears throat> he has a favorable opinion of this movie. Yeah, out of uh, one out of ten, I'm sure he gave it a uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. All right, real quick, um, before we move on, I, I want to place like a wager with you. Okay. Um, in terms of, since we both haven't listened to what Ben has recorded... Um, how many times do you think he name drops or studio name drops uh, in his review? Ooh, are we doing over under? Or we have. To I, g- I guess over under would be the only one thing to make sense, right? No, or we can do. Uh, we should totally do prices right rules. What's that? You pick a number, and then if I pick it lower than you, and it's it's uh, it's not, then I win. So if you pick one below me, and <laughs> <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we have to do it at the same time. I kind of like over so, under, but okay. Okay. All right, all right. All right. Over under. Wait. Name drops. Are we talking about completely or each one of them? Um. Just like so, the the total number of things he names drop name drops, whether it's director oh, or okay. actor or studio. Who? Okay. So yeah. All right, so I'm I'm calculating a number in my head. Obviously, I feel like this, right? Uh huh. <laughs> Two. Uh-huh. Over under s- six. So you're saying more than six or less than six? I'm saying less than six. Damn, that's kind of gives me no wiggle room there. <laughs> uh, or you, or you could pick a new number and then. Let's see. So what can I say? Like uh, over three times, like, or what happens if I? <laughs> That's not much of a wager. Oh, okay. All right, you, uh, how about this? Uh, you pick a number. Okay. If whoever's closest. All right. I think it's gonna be five. All right. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say three. Okay. So three name drops. So if he name drops a director, that's one. If he names drops a, an actor, that's two. If he drops a studio, that's three. So I need him to name drop at least two actors, a producer, uh, two actors and a director. Yeah. As long as as long as it doesn't matter what it is, it can be five. He can, if he names six <laughs> actors or six studios, does it count if he names a film that the other that the director had also directed? Uh oh yeah, I would say so yeah. Okay, so any name dropping like cinema like see, things that yeah me and you probably are like uh, have no there I- goes have again. no idea okay okay yeah, okay yeah. yeah. Then, yeah, I'm, I'm comfortable with five. All right, cool. We'll uh, find out when we edit this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we 
we should make Ben epi- edit the episode. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so great. Um, but yeah, it sounds like I, I enjoyed the film. Stu enjoyed the film. That's what those are the opinions you guys really care about, anyways. I mean, Ben's just gonna read something off the Wikipedia. I mean, shoot, mm-hmm. I can do that too. Um, this direct this movie was directed by Boon Joon Ho. Uh, the story was written also by Bong Joon Ho. <laughs> I love Bong Joon. His name? I love Boon Joon Ho. <laughs> this was distributed by CJ Entertainment, okay. which is a huge yeah, you're ta- conglomerate you're taking, in Korea. You're taking up Ben's. Uh, you're, you're stepping on his his toes here. He's not here. There's no toes to step on. And besides, it's shoulders. We, it's always shoulders. Or, what if he's recording? What if he says all those things? That'd be great. Wow, dude, it's won so many awards, like a crap ton. Well, uh, why don't why don't we discuss some some of that in the spoiler zone? All right. Well, I guess I'll join you if you're going. Pack, packing my bags. Oop. All right. Heading to the spoiler let me, uh, zone. Let me just stuff this in my duffel bag. Come on, and people, we're going over the spoiler zone. You've been warned. We're going into the wow. spoiler zone. ASMR. Yes. All right. Uh, we're in the spoiler zone now. We, you can take off your uh, protective ear pieces, and um, let's talk about it. All right, Stu, why eight and a half, not nine, or not eight? So, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. We've established uh, on our in our long run of this podcast that I I am the dum dum of the group, right? I'm I'm the dum dum, right? I don't think so, but okay. I, well, at least. For this for this point, I'm gonna say I'm gonna take that. Uh, I'm gonna wear that badge. Um, uh, was and then I don't know. Maybe I'm not the only one. Was I the entire movie, entire movie, even almost up to the end? Uh, I I was waiting for zombies. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch Double Tap at the same time as this movie? Why did you think zombies? Um, I don't know, because I, I tried not to, again, with a lot of the things, I try not to look at too much of about it before seeing it, at least. Um, so I saw, like, the poster, and then the movie title, Parasite, and I had seen some flashes of the preview where, like, I think they were showing, like, a like a stagger, like, you know, the guy who was pissing outside their um, little half-basement mm. ba- half apartment. Like, yeah. I thought that was, like, oh, that's the classic setup for the, you know... Some kind of there's a parasite and it's causing people to go crazy. Um, so I thought I was expecting that. It wasn't until about 20 minutes or so into the movie that I started to suspect that I am a giant idiot. Um, <laughs> and that there Where's were all the zombies. There were there was, although I was holding out hope. Because um, if you recall. You know, they're all at that one point when they're all in the house, like they all got into the house and they're having a good time while the rich family is um, away camping. Mm-hmm. Um, they had there's a scene where they discover you know, like that underground uh, basement, basement. Uh, or uh, uh-huh. what do they call it? Bunker thing. And yep. that, when that started happening, I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Here comes the zombies. <laughs> I thought I thought it was her trying to sneak into the house again and just like. Because I thought that was a tunnel from outside trying to get back into the house. Mm. I didn't realize it was a bunker. Uh, I was like, oh, it's like a tunnel underneath. That Like, there's a secret passage to another place. 
you know, they 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 snuck in from like a sewer grate or something like that, and I was like, oh, it's a bunker where her husband is dying, right? Because he hasn't eaten anything in a long time. Um, but yeah, no, I I I thought for some reason I was like I read a little bit about it just in general. And I figured, I was like, oh, parasite means that the family's a parasite and it, like, grows yeah. inside you until it kills I, you. I started, yeah, I started making that connection about halfway through the movie. But mm-hmm. I, I, I was hoping, I was holding out hope that th- this was a giant diversion from you. And then when they, and then there'd be zombies down in that basement bunker thing or something. Like, I was hoping everything that was shown up to that point was like, oh, the parasite is the family. They're the they're the parasite. They're latching onto this wealthy family, and you know they're gonna you know take over or whatever. But I th- I was hoping out holding out hope that that was just a distraction from the real threat, which was the zombos in the basement. But there were no zombos. I think if they had gone zombies, I don't know if I would have liked it. <laughs> I'd have been like, ah, oh, cheap. Oh shit! Boom. There's just zombies in the base. Hey everyone, there's zombies. <laughs> it was it was zombies all along. <laughs> I knew it. And they um, would have gotten away with it too. If it wasn't for you and your meddling son, who's a tutor, <laughs> son whose also name is Son. Oh, <laughs> got him. Wait, was it really? No, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> uh. I don't know. I, I wanted. I, I mean, it's very like. It's very no, like. I looked at the cast list and I was like, <laughs> "Dude, three of the guys look exactly the same. Who's what?" <laughs> the only one I recognize is the dad, Mister Pock. Wait, it's, what's uh, he Lee from? Is he from? Kyun. Is he from something? Uh, no, I only recognize the, the him because of the name. Oh. I was like, oh, I know Mister Park. I know who that is. Because oh. I can just pick that guy out. Um. But yeah, no, I um. I thought it was really interesting how they. You can do it, David. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it uh, interesting <laughs> that to uh, that there's a movie. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was really interesting that the thing that ticked off the dad finally. Mm-hmm. That like broke everything, broke the back was the fact that the dad, the other dad, the rich dad was he stuck his nose up at because he didn't like the smell, right? And I liked how they they always kept saying that they didn't like the the way Mister Kim smelled. Mm-hmm. He smelled like boiled radishes. <laughs> yeah. Um. This movie had me on the edge of my seat, like most of it because it was just like when are they going to get caught and they didn't really get caught until the very almost like towards you know three quarters in right mm-hmm. and I thought that a lot of the things was just like oh you know you know how like sometimes you see a movie and you're like oh that's not possible or that you know how is that possible that this is you know how did they get to that point or how did they fly from Russia to uh, to the, the Samoan Islands in less than 24 hours you know that kind of thing but in this one, it was just even though it kind of stretched the imagination slightly, it wasn't too. It wasn't so far out that it was unbelievable. It was just kind of like, wow, yeah, I could believe that a family would do almost anything just to be able to get in. And I was like thinking, I was like, you know what? Maybe the dad, you know, the uh, son gets in, he gets his sister in, 
And I thought that was going to be it. I didn't realize that they were going to axe the entire family, mm-hmm. right? They're so methodical about it, too. And there's no shame in it at all. And in the one second that they show weakness, right, they let her, they let the old housekeeper in. That's when everything falls apart, right? Before then, they were making decisions as a family. But because they felt bad right after while they were drinking and all that stuff, right, the dad was like saying, oh, um, the chauffeur, I feel so bad for him, but I'm sure he'll find another job. And they're like, no, the people who should be looking out for each other is me. Right. I should be looking out for us, right? And the moment they reveal some vulnerability, you know, it's almost kind of like they they exterminated themselves to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. So that was that was crazy, and it's just the desperate they, um, whoever directed this, the Boon, uh, Bong Joon Ho, Ho, I don't know, Bong Joon Ho, that sounds about right. Um, you know, I feel like he was really good at being able to kind of extract everything out of his uh, out of the cast to be able to express um, just how how crazy different the lifestyle looks like from somebody who has all the money in the world doesn't have to worry about anything and then the other side of the family where you know we the things that we take for granted like wi-fi and like regular plumbing not having to live under underneath like water and stuff like that yeah but you know we take those for granted and you just kind of see the human like how human it makes you surprisingly despite uh, how poor you might be in korea you always have the latest hand uh, handset. Oh yeah, Samsung throws <laughs> uh, throws the uh, Galaxy Eight away when the Nine comes every, out. Every every uh, citizen in Korea apparently is just like a beta tester for the next model. They just give it out. <laughs> they send it out. It's like government requirement. Yeah. Just like the it's like you get you have to do the your military service and then also here test this uh, Samsung Galaxy S Eleven. Yeah. I mean the the whole story is just it was it was really good from start to finish just to be able to see the progression and what they were willing to do uh, and then at the very end just how to wrap how they wrapped it up with the son eventually what how many years did his dad live in the freaking freaking bunker probably for him to grow for him to grow up and get a college degree get enough money to be able to buy that house that house wasn't cheap. Yeah, that and I'll, I, I'll, since we're on the subject of the ending, that's kind of where I wanted to. So I didn't dock it so much for the whole my whole you know idiotic no zombie. zombie thing. My 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 problem with it, the reason why I kind of dinged it, because otherwise I would probably would have gave it a nine. Is like I thought the ending I like you know it was very like I like how um, when I watched it I liked I liked how it ended. But then I was I was kind of thinking about it after the movie. I'm just thinking, like, is it, I mean, is it, po- I mean, how does nobody go, like, hey, remember this guy who was involved in this, uh, this long-term grift and ended in a multiple homicide? Like, anyone remember, like, you know, that kid who was involved, he's now buying the same house that this happened at? Like, is that not a, cur- is that one curious about that? Or, I don't know. I thought it was a little odd, um, that, like, but it ended like no one else it, seemed to care uh, uh maybe they probably figured he became more simple because he got killed uh, his he got hit in the head like, a bunch of times with the rock so i think they probably were like oh he can't make that he it'll be fine or maybe yeah. he just wants to go back or whatever but so i thought the rock was a really interesting choice his full circle you know how mm-hmm. men gave it to him at the beginning and then how he laid that in the lake after he was done and 
yeah, uh, overall, I thought great film, definitely a lot of really great moments, and it just it kind of made you feel something for this family that it was just like, man, if I was in that situation, I think I'd probably do something very similar too, right? Yeah, because they 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 the vulnerability was very very natural and very realistic and very believable. Yeah. Plus, you know, it seems like in the this the Korean culture, uh, if you're like if you're not one of those like university students, then like it seems like I guess you're shit out of luck, which was kind of the case for uh, the main uh, character's name. I don't remember. They all have. It's hard for me to keep their names straight. Uh, the son, the son character, he was. Um, you know, I'd see him. So here's the thing, I walked in like a few minutes late. Because apparently it takes like an hour to go from my house to Buena Park on a Saturday morning now. Thanks, Southern California. Um, so like, yeah, I got there. I walked in, I think, like 10 minutes late, um, hoping that they I, they were just, oh, it'll just be previews. But I don't think they showed previews because um, this was at CGV. And uh, so I, I missed the first part. So I was a little lost as to maybe you could fill this in as to like, it seemed like natural they just naturally like adopted this con artist like thing where that each of them were now conning uh the rich family like was that established in the opening minutes um no it wasn't established early on i mean they they had established that he was very intelligent that he had a lot of stuff it's just they didn't have enough money to be able to send him off to college and then so they had this friend of theirs um that he went to high school with and who went off to college but he was studying abroad and so he um, told him that, you know, he wanted somebody he trusted because he fell in love with the girl. And then he wanted to marry her after she graduated high school. And so he was tasked with, like, watching over the family. And he came with, like, really good recommendations. But the only thing was he didn't go to college. So <clears throat> his sister was a really good, like, artist and was able to use, like, uh, Photoshop. Oh, yeah, I saw, I, I saw all that part. Okay. I was okay. Uh, I think the part I walked in on was when he they were the family was be, uh, receiving the the rock thing. Mm. Um, that was first. Uh, that was when I first walked in. Okay. So when they started like instinctively grifting this family, I was like, "Wait, did I miss something?" Where they're like, "This is a family of of skilled con artists, of uh, <laughs> of roaming con artists or something." So I was a little confused there, but I kind of just left it alone because I was like, ah, well, I was a little late, so. But no, you didn't miss anything. It wasn't established like that, but I think they just realized like they conned their way into getting one, and then they realized, oh, they this per this. It was mostly because the family they realized the mom was simple, mm -hmm. so they mentioned that a couple of times. They're like, oh, she's very simple, so she's very gullible. So slowly but surely, they just kind of worm their way in, kind of like a parasite does, right? It, it like grows. Oh, and parasite. Spreads. Movie, so, movie name you know it yeah so it, it latches on to they they latched on to this family and they were slowly just seeping all of the benefits from the host you know this host family until it caused it it they they kill it right they kill this family they kill this cash cow that they had yep so um but yeah no overall i think fantastic movie i definitely recommend it to anybody um to go see it because it, it definitely makes you laugh it definitely makes you kind of like hold on to your seat it, there's moments where you know it makes you jump a little bit um there's moments where I, you think there's zombies yeah even that it makes you <laughs> almost believe anything you want um actually the funniest part was <laughs> uh one of the scenes where 
they said that uh, the, the, the little kid, mm-hmm. uh, the little boy, saw a ghost on his birthday of the year, like three or four years prior. That was but super that was only... creepy. Yeah, dude, it kind of reminded me of the uh, Pennywise from It. Mm-hmm. I was just really waiting for a balloon to come out. And be Korean like, I It. you a present. Yeah, Korean It. Um, but that wasn't the way it was. But other than that, I, I really had no reason to, to not give it a 10. But I'm holding out for something really, really fantastic. But 9 is a great score for it, for sure. Really great film. Definitely would suggest a lot of people to see it. I've been telling everybody I, I, I know. I'm like, dude, you need to go see this. I know that if you may not like you know, subtitles or any of that stuff. But really fantastic film. I definitely feel like it definitely deserves a lot of the accolades and praise it gets. And I hope that it, it will continue to keep doing so. Yeah. Uh, no argument here. All right. Um, anything else you want to add, Stu? Um, only that CGV's uh, premium seats are must be designed for tiny Asian people because they're they're billed as like you know the the rec, you know reclining seats and everything. So I got the ticket for that, and so I tried to recline it. And before it even got past like thirty degrees of recline, it stopped. No, my feet hit the front of the chair in front of me, or the back <laughs> of the chair in front of me. So like, how the f- like people with tiny legs sitting here? So I, I didn't get to utilize it. We uh, only service our clientele for our Asian the movie. <laughs> you have a white guy too at all? <laughs> yeah. You are stand in the back. I guess so. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. But I mean, it wasn't all bad. I got to go to Kitikata afterwards. Oh, nice. So it's always, always a shout out to Kitikata. Shout out to Kitikata. Ramen boys. All right. Ramen Um, boys for life. That's right. So, uh, well, if Ben doesn't have anything, well, Stu, if you don't have anything to add, I'm sure we'll probably pepper in Ben's uh, commentary here. Yeah, or we'll chop it up, make him make him say st- stupid stuff. <laughs> oh dang! What was it? Oh, sweet can. What? That's a, that's a. I don't know. Ben always says sweet can. I don't know why that always makes him laugh, but he says that. He says, yeah, he does all the time. He'll, oh, watch on the next one. You can just say sweet can, and then that, and he'll start laughing. Or you could say uh, corn cheese. Oh no, that's for key. So the first half of the movie, you know, I, I felt like it was uh, dealing with a lot of dark humor, you know. Um, it was funny, but I mean, the, if, you, if you look at the plot and what the characters are going through along with the, the family, right, um, it, it kind of sucks. You know, they kind of swindled their way into this high class society home and they got everyone fired. You know, they, they seem like decent people. They didn't really need to do all this but they really wanted to be you know part of high society you know they get the housekeeper fired they got the driver fired and it was all through really shitty ways but at the same time you know dark humor it it was it was kind of funny you know the way that she planted her her panties in the car uh my favorite one was when they got the housekeeper fired and they um they they convinced uh they convinced the mom and the dad that, you know, she had TV and, oh my god, the part with the hot sauce and the blood, that was great. Um, now, that's what kind of got me into the movie first, at first. Um, 
I really enjoyed the the turn that takes later on in the film once everyone in their family gets settled in and kind of, uh, you know, plants themselves in that household. After the housekeeper comes back during that stormy night and she goes down in the basement, man, holy shit, like, I, I wasn't really expecting that. It was, um, it was a little scary, a little spoopy. And, you know, you got this whole half of first half of the movie where it's like lighthearted. Well, not really lighthearted, but, you know, dark fun. You know, it's like, ha, 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 man, these these people sure are showing them, you know. And then finally, you know, you get this foreboding sense of dread. You know, it's this dark, stormy night. The housekeeper comes back. She She's usually very well composed. And, you know, she's just in shambles when she goes up to them. And she she, she seems like she's uh, she's begging them for, you know, any kind of help. And when she, oh man, she goes into the basement, it, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, it's like, why, what, what's she doing down there? You know, is, is there something supernatural to this? Is there, is there something more sinister? And it definitely had that sinister feel. After that, the movie takes a very, um, I won't say very dark turn, but it does take a darker turn when we find out about the um, that other guy living down there and we, we, we start building all these layers and parallels to you know the title parasite how the family tries to infect its way into this uh, this high class family trying to take over the host and then this other family you know they're already you know burrowed pretty deep into the family and they've been you know living and trying to envelop it as a host and you know we take this dark turn where they're trying to you know establish who will get to live there and my god the uh the ending it definitely i thought it couldn't get surprising more but damn like uh they go down to the basement once again the son jesus man i thought he was dead he gets a boulder to the head to the face you know um i was shook i was pretty shook by that and I really, really like the ending when um, when we got this parallel to uh, even the U.S. and Native Americans, right? How uh, the U.S. is this parasite, and they go and try to uh, establish themselves with the Native Americans, and they're all dressed up as Native Americans at the end. And pretty much at the end of the movie, when um, what was it? The father, right? He. He goes and he, like, you know, flees like a cockroach, but he goes back into the house to live the rest of his days. And the son has this disillusioned fantasy of going to, you know, save him by getting enough money to buy him out. That's how I interpreted the ending anyways. And how the son is just pretty much fantasizing about hopefully saving him, but we'll, we'll never know if he does it. So, yeah, I really, really enjoyed this film, and I hope you guys did too. Also, probably, David, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb and say you hated it. And, you know, you can go uh, suck a bag of dicks, all right? I'm, I could call that shit in Japan. Fuck you, David. Well, whatever it is, but, you know, fantastic uh, movie. Let's talk about the movie that we're going to do for next week. I know that Ben's not here. So but, he doesn't um, get a say. <clears throat> that's right. It's going to be abominable, finally. Oh, God, no. What have I done? <laughs> Ben, help! Ah, help ah, me, Ben! Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, ah. <coughs> okay. Um, 
Let's take a look to see on the calendar what is releasing next week. Uh, oh boy, there's a, there's Dogs, a couple things. Terminator, Dark Fate, five, Dare We, Five Now Dog Five. <laughs> <laughs> Dare we even go there? I actually might want to. That that's actually where I'm leaning towards is Dark Fate. Okay. Um. <clears throat> mainly because it has the two main actors in it. Mm-hmm. Um, S- Schwarzenegger and Sarah Connor. Uh, well, what's her, real, her what's her real name? <laughs> Sarah Connor. Oh, um, she's real life Sarah Connor. Oh, shit. What's her name? Either that. I wanted to see Black and Blue. Uh, I don't know if I... Wait, which one is... Oh, that's the one... No, okay. I'm, I'm thinking of the... She gets, yeah. I'm thinking of the other one where it's like oh, the Bonnie and Clyde Bridges? thing. Yeah. No, that one I do want to see. Uh, it's like like point. the Bonnie and Clyde like one. Oh no 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 not that. I I don't want to see that because it's it just looks like SJW porn. Are you just not woke? I'm not woke apparently. You not woke? I'm not woke. Tune in next week where we get rid of the bigot that is, <laughs> and we replace him with somebody who's more socially woke. Yeah, the um, the racist sexist bigot. Uh, because I don't want to see that movie. Okay. Well, it was either we can see uh, Terminator, Dark Fate. I was planning on seeing Maleficent because it is the number one movie in America. So I didn't see the first one. Linda Hamilton. That's Sarah Connor's name. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, um, and then there's. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, Black and Blue is up. I mean, grabs. if we're. Ta- I think I saw that. Uh, I think The Irishman on Netflix is releasing this weekend. Oh, nice. My dad wants to see that. So that'll be a good one to watch, although we probably... I don't know if we'll do an episode. Maybe maybe we won't do a full episode on it since it's just going to be on Netflix. How, how about this? We will say Terminator, Dark Fate, and then if The Irishman's really good, we'll just audible to that. Or we can do both. Yeah, let's do both. Oh, another double feature? Double tap. <laughs> um, well, here's... here's um, so here's something I was when I happened I was looking at what movies were coming out, uh, something about Terminator which I did not realize because I know a lot of the intermediate Terminator movies or not a lot, one or two of them were not or not no longer considered canon uh, in the Terminator saga. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who's interested, it goes Terminator One, Terminator Two, Terminator Three, Rise of the Machines, uh, Terminator Genesis. And then uh, Dark Fate would be the next one. And then I think, and then along those lines is also the Sarah Connor Chronicles and then Terminator Salvation. But an interesting thing I saw, found out today about the third Terminator, arguably the worst one, uh, Rise of the Machines. There was a deleted scene in it where they show uh, the company, it wasn't Cyberdyne, it was the company, like, it was the evil company in Terminator 3. That was making all these things. Um, they showed a clip, like a promotional video, where they were <laughs> of the soldier they were modeling the T eight hundred after, and it was Arnold. You know, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, so, like, they show you like why, you know, Terminator one, why he looked that way, or oh, why nice. why the Terminator looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny, uh, but unfortunately, it was a deleted scene. So, hmm. I think that would have probably helped tie, tie things together. It's been so long that I've seen any uh, Terminator uh, movies. 
but um, so I'll come in with a fresh perspective for sure. So let, let's just call it Terminator Dark Fate. Ben, you better see it, and you better have a chicken sandwich. If not, you're off the podcast. Well, heard it. I'd rather You're him. First. I'd rather he didn't have a chicken sandwich so we can <clears> rub <throat> it in his face. That's right. We're gonna kick him off the podcast. Or or that too. Okay. Yeah. Just just take just 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 eat it. Shove it. Just just put it. Shut up. Suck, suck it. Put it. Okay. So um, join us next week where we'll be reviewing Terminator Dark Fate. Um, you know that that'll be our movie of the week. Uh, make sure to. Uh, tip your Reiki masters, and uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, as always, I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. I'm Ben. Oh. Uh, thanks, thanks again for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.